So how are you doing? Are you feeling like it's, it's really happening? Are you like... Yeah, four weeks away. I'm We're focusing on like our vows, yeah. honeymoon, no assigned seating. Ooh, that's going to be a free-for-all. We want everybody to have so, a great time. We were talking about before, like, the whole thing with, like, Melissa's mom not being invited. There's no way, like, that's an oversight. No, it's not an oversight. We have a history, okay. so I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, I guess I'll be honest. What happened 10 years ago is I got busy and I guess they got jealous. Hi guys. Teresa, do what you do every day. Just walk the f away. Why'd you invite me then? I think it was a technicality. Don't even talk. You two trying to play both sides. Don't talk. No. Yeah, whatever. And Melissa's mother and sisters were writing stuff about me on social media. And I know my mother would never write about anybody on social media. So I always just kept my distance after that. You know, I respected them. I'm the type, like, I'll forgive, but I never forget. Hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo. Good morning, Mariana. Good morning, hunty. Hunty. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Why not? <laughs> sure. What's the haps? Yeah, what's the tea? What's going on? Oh, so I jumped on late this morning, everyone. I forgot what day it was. So we should leave all the sizzles to the end, do you think? Sure. Yeah. But the it. only thing I do want to talk about is did you hear that Raquel said she's going to be at reunion in person? Oh, great. So... I'm assuming that means Sheena's going to be there in person because even if someone zoomed in with the restraining order, they wouldn't be allowed to communicate with each other. So it'd have to be a Zoom on its own. So I don't think so. I think everyone's going to be there. And then I saw also on social somewhere saying that there's going to be like a separate little sit down with Tom and Ariana and Andy. Oh. Oh, I love that. Do you think the judge for the restraining order was just like a fan of the show and was like, well, fuck this. No, we're having you in the same room. <laughs> Not approved. I don't think they've been to court yet. That's the thing. Great. It's all smoke and mirrors, I believe. Yeah. I mean, you know, we do advocate for violence on this program. And sometimes when you get hit, you just got to suck it up yeah, and take it. that's true. <laughs> And I think this might be one of those times. So this is my question. In Australia, Vanderpump Rules is on tonight. Mm -hmm. And Nathan was telling me yesterday that Ultimate Girls Trip starting soon, this week, next week. I think like there today, our tomorrow. Right. So that means that y'all will get this without us having seen Ultimate Girls Trip and without us seeing the latest episode of Vanderpump Rules. So would you rather... We wait, watch those shows, and then release it. So I think, would that be Saturday then? Yeah, yeah. Or would you rather just us be a week behind when we talk about that shit? <laughs> Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think, and we'll do what you'll say. Yeah. Yeah, does that work? Yeah, yeah. why not? Well, I mean, do you care? Not really. Okay, maybe I care. I think Girls Trip comes out the same day as Miami. So right. we'd be this we'd be the same lateness as we are with Miami currently. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, it could be frustrating for people. So Could be. That might be frustrating for me because yeah. I'm I'm so impatient. So if I was listening to someone, I'd be like, You're a week behind, fuckers. But then we'd be quite behind for Jersey. See, this is what I'm saying. But do we care about Jersey as much? I don't know. Ask the people. People let us know. People let us know, yeah. Why am I repeating everything you're saying? <laughs> I do that a lot. What is wrong with me? <laughs> just getting the message across. I'm just getting the massage across. I love it. All right. Is it your turn, my turn? Your turn. Oh, God help us all. 
All right, we're going to leave the sizzles till the end. I just had to talk about the Vanderpump because I was very excited. So episode seven of Jersey, Shots and Shade. What do we think of the title? What are our overall impressions of the episode, Nathan? The title's very generic. Mm. It's like they said to the intern, just come up with something we've used before, but change a word or two. Right. And But that's okay. I love a Shore episode. It's very stock standard. It's very husband heavy, but I enjoy it. Me too. I enjoy the Shaw episodes. It's like the only franchise where I want to see the husbands and the only franchise where I'm like, I don't need to see them go overseas. Yes. Yeah, I still would like it. But They did go to Italy once. That was funny. But yeah. I like them in the Shaw. It's like they're in their natural habitat. They're comfortable to be themselves and I enjoy that. Yeah, me too. There's a lot of little scenes before we go to the Shaw. Danielle and Rachel go shopping and that's the opening scene. And it made me realise that we are seven episodes in. Both of these women are new cast members and I'm very comfortable with them. Yeah, they can have a scene on their own. Good for them. They did a really good job casting new housewives on Jersey. And I just wanted to take a minute, thank the Bravo gods and not take it for granted because we've had other franchises where we're like, who is this dumb bitch? Like, what the (laughs) fuck are you doing on my teeths? Exactly. So props to them. I prefer Rachel's personality over Danielle's. And I think I've made that clear. And I feel, Nathan, that you're... The opposite, yeah. But it doesn't mean I don't want Danielle on my TV. She's great Jersey TV. Oh, and I think we're building up to some good TV with Danielle. I think we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you think she's a Teresa 2.0? Yes. You do. But you're (laughs) here for it, aren't you? But I'm here for it. See? Because we need that. Yeah. We need that. And as much as I maybe don't care for the skate ramp nose girl, at least (gasps) she's driving story by just talking shit to people, repeating what everyone's saying to her in the guise of being like, oh, someone told me. And it's like, you're spreading shit around town, doll. What is it about her that I like? Because she's saying shit and it's like, do you idiots not realise where her allegiances lie? And if you don't realise it, that's your problem. Yeah, I think so. But that's the thing. We can tell that Rachel is team Fessler, which means she's team Marge. But can they not tell? Maybe they don't care. Yeah. So they're shopping for Melissa's luau party. I'm sure none of these women need more bikinis, but sure, why not? Yeah. Okay. A luau party is so random, by the way. What What was that about? I don't know, but are we allowed to do that anymore? It's a tricky one. It's a tricky <laughs> one. I get Melissa was saying it's a theme, but I don't know if you call that a theme. I don't know if... She knows much about Hawaii or the people or where it is or, or no, their customs because then they were like getting out the Cuban cigars and they're like, yeah, Hawaiian cigars. And I was like, what? Yeah. And that's when I was like, Melissa and Teresa have more in common than they realise. And then later Marge said the same thing. So yeah, we're definitely on the right track there. Okay. Now I'm just going to be a totes girl about it. That sure. fake orange Jacquemus purse that Rachel was holding, I was so bothered by that. Oh, really? That fucking faux Jacquemus purse just hurt my heart. We don't need your fake fake shit. It wasn't fake. It was just a knockoff. It was oh, again. terrible. Is that, is that a difference? Well, like if you go into the sports girl, they sell them too. Ah, the shape of the, the sports bag. girl Jacquemus. And you look at it and you're like, okay, you're knocking off a Jacquemus purse. So, Understood. Yeah. I don't know. It bothers me. 
Do you believe, Danielle, that she hasn't been to the Jersey Shore for 20 years? Because I feel like she is Mrs. Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah, no, she's <laughs> she's been there. Yeah. There's a lot about Danielle I don't believe. Right. And yet I'm okay with it. And, like, a lot of the ladies seem to be harping on her inconsistencies, which I guess that's what you do on The Real Housewives. But... I don't know, you got to give her a bit of a pass with some of this crap. Mm, I mean, Teresa does that and she just stopped them by yelling at them. So we'll see if Danielle does the same thing and see if it yes. works. Yeah. But basically the whole point of this scene is because Danielle is bitching about this Marge and Laura situation, Marge's ex-bestie, and Rachel seems like – what I like about it is Rachel seems like she doesn't believe anyone's gossip. So I don't know if that's smart or bad TV. Yes. Danielle's obviously Team Teresa and that's what this whole scene's about. So do we need to talk about Teresa going jewellery shopping? Oh, God, no. No, we can move. I mean, she's buying bridesmaids gifts at Bill's cousin's store. So she's discount shopping. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, wait. Teresa does want to make a big deal about the fact that she and Louis were not quote unquote invited to stay at their shore house. So that's that's something she's setting up for later, right? Yeah, and that does annoy me how she's grasping at straws with these things and the double standards. Like I'm I'm mostly on her side against the demogorgons, but with shit like this it does get annoying. Yeah. Dolores is packing for the shore and chatting with Paulie and this whole scene is to set more up with the Dolores and Frank potential drama how she's staying with Rachel Fooder and not Frank and what I don't get is Frank owns a house down at the Jersey Shore and yet he's crashing with David full-time in Jersey yeah how far away are they I don't know probably like Wollongong Sydney yeah that's nothing yeah I just I don't get why Frank can't look after himself Why can't you live alone and take care of your damn self? Like, you know I love me some Frank Senior. I mean, not – I don't want a piece of it, but I enjoy watching him. Yeah. But this episode, he was annoying me. He's a man-child. He's a fucking man-child. He's just gotten away with it for too fucking long. He pisses me off later. We'll get into it. Time's up, Frank Senior. Exactly. Maybe Frank should get together with Marge Senior. Oh, I'd love that. They'd have a cracking good time. He'd be sweeping the floors. She'd be waking up hungover. He'd be making a breakfast. He would, I reckon, for someone like Marge Senior, I reckon he'd end up being like the house bitch. No? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or he can just, you know, Uber Eats. It's fine. Get a housekeeper. Like, why doesn't Frank buy his own home and then just have a housekeeper if he doesn't Mm want to look after himself? He's annoying me. Now, Jennifer and Bill, they're doing the packing chatting thing. Do you want to talk about this? Is this when Jen says that she's bought the townhouse and she didn't change the sheets or the bedding or anything? Well, that's the next scene after that. Do you want to just talk about that? Let's move on. So they're at the shore. Yeah, let's just go to the shore. Yeah. If you bought a townhouse Mm. fully furnished, would Mm. you at least get new sheets? Oh, my God. I wouldn't be sleeping on those mattresses, dude. I see. I'd I'd probably be fine with a mattress. Oh, I don't know, actually. No, I would not. I think, like, I go to a hotel and there's a mattress that a million other people have slept on and I'm okay with it. Well, I'm not okay with it. I just do it. (laughs) But when she's like, yeah, we use the same sheets, I was like, ugh. That is disgusting. Are you hard up? Disgusting. (laughs) I don't know why she's acting like she's cool with it. She's not cool with it. Okay, let's just, now that we're at the shore, let's just call it like it is. Bill and Jen's townhouse, it's a fucking dump. (laughs) 
sorry. Oh, it is. It is a dump. Uh-huh. Now, I'm sure at some point they will do a full gut reno. They'll euro the shit out of it. Notice I didn't say the W word. Mm-hmm. You better be listening, UK, because I fucking trying to not say that word for you. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully they will do a full gut reno. And I thought maybe the location is why they bought it, right? Who cares? Buy a shitty cheap place, do it up, whatever. But they're right on the boardwalk. Bill was saying that at 2am you can like hear all the fights people are having. Now look, I used to live on a street in a high rise where at 2am across the road there was a Macca's. You'd see like the teenagers like drunk and fighting and it was of funny. Of course. But it, I was on the 10th floor so it's not like – okay, that's not a high rise, you loser. I was in a unit building. <laughs> like I was on the 10th floor. Like I didn't hear it unless I was standing on the balcony because I wanted to hear it. Yes. But they're on the boardwalk. People could throw bottles at their windows. Like it's that close. <laughs> Do you really want – Am I? am I a nana? I sort of feel like they're just going to get rid of that Shaw house as soon as Jen's eventually fired from the show. Like right. It's, it's for the show. Did they buy, They bought it though. They didn't, they're not renting it, right? They yeah. bought it. Uh-huh. I would not want to be on the boardwalk with all of the drunk teenagers and 20-year-olds, right? Is it just me? Am I being a grandma about it? Would you want to be on the boardwalk? Kind of, yeah. If I'm going to the shore, I want to be in amongst it. If I want a nice, peaceful, relaxing holiday house, I'll go somewhere else. Right. Okay. You want to be on the boardwalk. You want to hear all that noise all night. I want to be amongst it. Oh, God, I am a nana. That's okay. I'd rather stay at Melissa and Joe's, mate. I'd rather be in the burbs. I'm a grandma now. It's all good. So basically we learn that at Melissa and Joe's Shaw House, we've got Marge. The one-armed bandit. Yeah, the one-armed bandit and her husband Joe and Evan's wife. Mm-hmm. And then at Rachel Fooder's Shaw House, we've got the Fesslers. I told you she's obsessed with the Fessler. And Dolores, a little rando, but I love it. Mm-hmm. And then at Jen and Bill's, we've got Teresa, Louie and Danielle. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that um, Dolores is staying at Fooder's. Is that because prop- Jen and Bill don't have any more room? Or Oh, no, of course, because she fucking hates Jen. Of course, Dolores isn't staying there. Then why isn't <laughs> yeah, Dolores yeah, staying right. at Melissa and Joe's? I reckon production made that call. Yeah, maybe. Because later when you see Dolores rocking up to Melissa's party, she's all like all over her. Like, you know what I mean? She's like, Melissa Gorga and hugs her. And then Melissa like grabs Dolores's butt and gives it a jiggle. <laughs> like they missed each other. So I just thought it was weird that Dolores was, at, was staying at Rachel's house. I didn't see the connection there, but I guess someone has to. Yeah. Now, speaking of this party, people are rocking up. Did you notice how Joe Gorga not only complimented Frank's girlfriend on how she looked, but he was giving her that looking her up and down? Do you notice that? That was not cool. But then I thought, I thought that was disgusting. But then two seconds later, as I said, Melissa's grabbing and jiggling Dolores' buttocks. And I'm like, that made me so happy. I was feeling the love. I was fine with it. It's a bit different. It is a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the thing that I was most excited about this luau party, I don't know about you, was not the cigar bar, was not even the cannoli bar. It was the fact (laughs) that they were barbecuing corn on the cob. I love corn on the cob. I bitch, I added it to my grocery list as soon as I saw it and went, that's it. I'm making me my Mexican corn on the cob recipe. Amazing. It's so good. But Melissa saying we've got a cigar bar like true Hawaiians. Is she eating what Teresa's eating? Like, Is she drinking the same water? Maybe she's always been a, a fucking idiot, except being near Teresa all the time she's looked smarter. But maybe she's not. Yeah. It's just, that was stupid. 
but yeah. Anyway, how do you feel about the cannoli bar? I thought that was cool. I mean, I can't eat them. I do love a cannoli bar. Yeah, I can't eat them because of the gluten, but God, that looked good. Such a good idea. Yeah, and I was impressed with all the bread in all the different shapes. I thought that was gross, but why not? <laughs> I still don't get a whole like luau. I just wish they didn't say luau. I wish they said like white lotus theme or something. They just thought out of the box. How are these people thinking out of the box? These people yeah. are all in the box. They're boxed in. This is what we love about Jersey. They're boxed in. Um, and, yeah, I do think the bread was edible, but not that you'd want to eat it. Like barely edible. Yeah, it just looked like it was flour and water. That's it. Like just just for a little decor, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that bugged me. I just thought it was gross. I don't know. I didn't like the bread in there. Like you know, get a piece of wood. <laughs> like I don't know. Anywho, okay. So basically, the majority of the episode is at this party. So obviously, mm-hmm. a lot happened. Rachel is telling the Marge what Therese said about the frenemy comment again. Like, was she asked to tell her? We thought we already did this, but no. But she does add this comment that Teresa and Jen told her that Marge has an arsenal of basically shady shit on everyone. And does she not? And, yeah, she kind of does. And she drops it when it suits her. And I'm like, isn't that what all the housewives do? Of course. They hear all this random gossip And then when someone pisses them off, they go, well, I heard this shit about you. I think someone on production hates Marge because they have just set her up to look like the biggest dum-dum because she says like, oh, I'm opinionated. I'm not judgmental. And then throughout the episode, she does like six or seven judgmental things Mm. just to really like show that she's being a hypocrite. Like she's like, I'm not judgmental. I'm not judgmental. Then she makes fun of Melissa for not knowing the word arsenal. She makes fun of Bill's dancing. Like I feel like they made a point to show how judgmental she is in this episode. I must have blinders on when it comes to Marge because I did not pick that up. But do you think she is judgmental or do you think she's just opinionated, like she says? Okay, what's the difference is what I think. Like if you're saying I'm opinionated, you've made decisions on what you think and what you believe. And I don't think any housewife does that very well without judging the other person. And do any of us. Well, I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I just feel like calling someone a disheveled drug addict, is that more opinionated or is that more judgmental? Mm, that's just being a cunt. <laughs> yes, well, maybe they should have just called Marge that instead. She is using the fact that Jen likes to smoke pot against her, calling her a disheveled drug addict. And then later her justification is by saying, we're at these events and girl gets fucking sloppy. And is it judgmental of a non-drinker to comment on someone's alcohol consumption or is that poor sober person had enough of people trying to go at them while they're smashed. Yeah, I still do think it is a bit judgmental. And like I'm not saying it's not. I don't think Jen in that moment looked disheveled, like at the party where she got called disheveled. No, but I think it's a sore spot for her. And so Marge knows that. And yeah, Marge does have things in her arsenal. For sure. And she's very articulate. I don't know, can you be very articulate? She's articulate. And she's cutting, but so is Jen. Jen's just not as articulate as Marge is, but she is just as cutting. Oh, yeah, I I agree that Jen's judgmental. I just don't know why Marge was so 
affronted by being called judgmental. She was like trying to deny it at every turn. Yeah. And then said she had secondhand embarrassment from Bill's dancing and like. Oh, the one that she said before that. What was it? She says, I wrote it down because I thought it was really fucking rude. When she says, of course, Bill's wasted. How else can he stand being around Jennifer? I thought that was fucking rude. This is what I'm saying. I think they were intentionally trying to set her up. I was just like, you know what, Marge, that's not funny. That's just fucking rude. Don't comment on how you think someone views their spouse. He's wasted because he can't stand being around Jennifer. Okay, while I'm saying it, it doesn't sound that bad. It was just the way Marge said it. I was like, team too much, Marge. You're in the right. You don't have to make yourself wrong. That's kind of yeah. my where I come from. We've got the shade. Where's the light? Yeah. Don't make this dark. I can't. I can't do another dark season of another show. Like I just. <laughs> I know. I just can't. This is why I think I like the men on this show because I think they genuinely like each other. And when they're together, they just have fun. It's good to see. They're not bitching about each other's spouses that much. And when they do it, yeah, for the most part. it's just a little sprinkle. So it's just enough. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other like thorn of this episode, we saw a lot of Evan's wife. Where was Evan? Because at one point I thought I could hear him, but I didn't get to see him. Evan's wife. Oh, oh my God. She needs to go. She is so desperado for TV time. It's sad. Like, where did she get off? No one cares what you think, Evan's wife. Like, like, okay, we're just all over the shit shop here. But when she goes up to Jen and tells her to, like, make up with the Marge and then Jennifer says, I can't because of the fact of how the outing of the affair, what it's doing to the kids. And then she starts, I don't know why, probably because she was wasted, but then Jen starts sharing her issues with Bill to Evan's wife and I'm like, what are you doing telling her all this stuff? It's not going to end well for you, Jen. Like, she's not going to yeah. keep this shit to herself. Of course not. I mean, don't get me wrong. Evan's wife in, in this scene was drunk enough to listen and to genuinely feel bad for Jen. But sober Evan's wife isn't going to keep that shit to herself. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Jennifer and Bill on the show right now are having real fucking problems. We don't need to make fun of that, you know? Mm-hmm. I did not like Evan's wife in this episode at all. I haven't liked her all season. I know, me either. But what did you think? I think if we go back to like the beginning sure. of yeah, the Luau, let's just call it the White Lotus Party. Yeah. We see like I was saying how Rachel was telling the Marge about the shady shit that Danielle and slash Teresa were saying about her. And then Marge is telling Melissa and that's when we get the Arsenal comment and how Melissa doesn't know what an Arsenal is. And so basically they're kind of bonding through bitching, right? So we've got Marge, Rachel, Fessler and Evan's wife and they're talking. And did you notice like all of a sudden Teresa just comes into frame and tries to (laughs) chime in the convo? Like Mm -hmm. it's almost like everyone turns around and looks and is like, when did you get here? I thought that was so funny. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) I loved it. And so in true Marge fashion, it's like, okay, we're talking about you, Teresa. You're right here. So let me tell you because what's the point talking about it unless I'm going to deal with it? This is what I like about the Marge. So she turns around to Teresa and says like, okay, we were basically just talking about you. Or she didn't say that, but that's that's what was implied because she's like, I heard you were saying this shit about me, about the frenemy comment and about the Arsenal comment. And Teresa, in true Teresa fashion – and 
my question to you is, Nathan, do you enjoy this about Teresa or not when she basically claims full amnesia and accuses Rachel of starting shit between her and March? What do you what do you think of how Teresa handles that? Do you love it or do you hate it? I kind of agreed with that. <laughs> Rachel's starting shit. But Teresa said that shit. It's not like she called her like anything that bad. Dude. Like, do your friends hate you and treat you like this? I don't get it. <laughs> like, is this normal in your world? No. It's just, I don't, maybe I'm just off Marge at the moment. But I think you are. I think I am. It could, but because it's so true. She is a better friend than an enemy. I wouldn't want Marge as an enemy. Like, why is that so ridiculous to say? What is wrong with you, Nathan? <laughs> You know I hate it when we disagree, but I have to disagree. Saying that I'm keeping you as a friend because I don't want you as an enemy basically says, I don't like you, I don't trust you, Uh but I'm keeping you around so you don't bitch about me. Yes. Okay, yeah, maybe in real life that's bad, but this is housewives land. Like, that's that's good housewife 101. Mm, I guess. You got me there. So basically you're saying these people aren't really friends. Why does Marge think that they're really friends? Yeah, I just, I'd rather that the botched nose job girl, Rachel, she would just find something more tangible to fight about rather than this person said this to me about you. And it's like, okay, well, where are you in all of this? Why don't you act up? I'm loving it because for how many seasons Marge thinks that Teresa really does like her and wants to be friends with her. Well, that's ridiculous. And then by the end of the season at reunion, Teresa's making her cry. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Like Marge is not a crier. The only times I've seen her cry on this show is when Teresa broke her heart. Do you not think Marge is manipulating you? Well, if she is, she's doing such a good job that I believe her. And that means that she has respect for me because she's lying well (laughs) enough for me to believe her. I love the Marge. I love the Marge. I love the Fessler. These are two women... No, they would not live near me because I'm a povo, but in real life, these are two women that I would absolutely want to hang around with all the fucking time. Like if they were my neighbours, I would have felt I hit the jackpot. I'm obsessed with them. Mm. Like that's my kind of gal. I love her. I think she'd turn on you. I'm sorry. I think she would. She wouldn't turn on me because I'd never turn on her. That's what you're saying. She's loyal. She's fun. She's funny. I don't know if she's loyal. I'd get her Masoni hand-me-downs. All would be well. (laughs) Okay. You don't think she's loyal? No. Okay. Who on this show is the best judge of character out of all of the ladies? Dolores. And what does Dolores think of the Marge? Uh, I don't know. Oh, then again, Dolores loves Teresa, so why am I asking that question? No, see, Dolores and Teresa have history, and that's what you say about someone that you don't necessarily ever agree with. Like (laughs) Dolores and Teresa are like family. It's like, we've got history, we'll be together, regardless of whether I agree with you ever. I don't know. I'm just, you're never going to convince me about the Marge. That's okay. Like I'm obsessed with her. I think Marge might be my favourite housewife. Oh boy. I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that one because it used to be Portia, but Portia's not on the show anymore. That's why I can't wait for Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. Because Portia, no one makes me laugh like that woman. Funniest housewife ever. But I think I love the March the best now. Wow. What does it say about me? I don't know. I'm a tacky white bitch from Jersey? (laughs) Probably. Uh. That's basically me. Out of all of the housewives franchises, I grew up more like around people that were like the Jersey people. Yeah. That's so sad. But anywho, where am I up to? Fuck. 
Okay, so what do you think about Joe pouring two bottles of booze into Bill's mouth while Bill is on his knees? This is the content that I want. Like, I want Bill to be drunk as a skunk. Me too. When he was crawling around on the ground that we saw it in the preview last week, I had no idea that dude was trying to do limp, like play limbo. So funny. So funny. And him and Jen wasted together. Amazing. That is a mess I want to view. I want to be front row for that. Like he was calling her Jenny. (laughs) I have never considered her to be Jenny. Maybe we should call her Jenny. (laughs) Maybe we should. I kind of loved it. When he said that, I'm like, do you even know her? Yeah. Love it. And then Jenny... You know you are wasted when not only are you doing shots, but you think it's a good idea to go and smoke a cigar. Mm-hmm. Like that is puke o central. Girl's going to buff. Yeah. She's going to look dishevelled. She is going to be a dishevelled drug addict, honestly. And you know what? God bless her for it, quite frankly. <laughs> she gives great TV. Next scene is Frank hassling Dolores, and this is the scene where oh, okay, yep. I wrote in my notes that Frank is a douche canoe. Mm. When he is again going on about the poorly, 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 and you're not staying with us, blah, blah, blah. And then he tells her, just fix it. Fix it, Dolores. It's like, excuse me? I know. Excuse me, sir. (laughs) Sir. I figured it out what Frank is trying to do. Just like when he and Dolores were married, he wants a wife and a girlfriend. (sighs) He's not saying anything to his girlfriend I'd love it if Dolores could stay. Can we extend an invitation to Paulie and Dolores to stay so we can spend time together? All that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. He's not doing any of that. He's telling his ex-wife, Dolores, to fix his problems. Yeah, fuck that. Dolores doesn't have a problem with the sitch. Paulie doesn't have a problem with the sitch. Frank, you have a problem with the sitch. Yeah. So if you've the one with the problem, fix it your fucking self, you douche canoe. No, I am so unimpressed with Frank Senior this season. I did not think I could be this disappointed in a, in a human being. I am so disappointed in him, so disappointed that I'm not even enjoying when he's razzing on Gorga. Wow. So disappointed. I don't want him on my TV right now. Whoa. Yeah, I need a Frank break. Okay. I'm really upset with Frank. Frank, if you're listening, very disappointed in you, extremely, not happy. <laughs> Not happy. Like, it's hurting my heart, people. Uh-huh. <sighs> now, Teresa next reveals why Melissa's family isn't invited to the wedding. I have to tell you, Nathan, I don't care. Oh, see, I loved it. I was like, yeah, go off. Okay. It's revealed that a decade ago, when Melissa and Joe <laughs> first appeared on Jersey Housewives. It was Housewives, 2011 on the tweets. <laughs> it was the first episode that Melissa and Joe were on the New Jersey Housewives. Back when Joe had hair. Pre-hair in a can hair. Wow. Joe had actual hair. Melissa still had her first nose. She still <laughs> had her first set of lips. Teresa still didn't have a forehead because she had just a forest of hair on her forehead. Mm-hmm. That's how, how long ago it was. Before, we all knew about laser hair removal. That's how long ago this was. Right. Melissa's sister stuck up for Melissa. Yeah. Oh, my God, hold the phone, people. Melissa's sister's sticking up for her. Against Teresa, and so that's why Teresa has a problem with her family. Yeah. What 
The actual fuck. I thought I could hold a grudge. Who cares about the reason? If she doesn't like her family, they're not invited to the wedding. Her problem is 10 years ago when Teresa was pissed at her brother for being on the show, Melissa's sister stuck up for her. Yeah. And you still have a problem with them. Yeah. You have a problem with them, Nathan. Yeah. You agree with Teresa. I wouldn't invite them to my wedding. Because 10 years ago, they stuck up for their sibling. Yeah. Do you think Teresa's just jealous? Because Joe doesn't stick up for her? Well, no, I think she's gone into her arsenal to try and find an excuse to come up with. But ultimately, she doesn't like them. She doesn't want them at the wedding. Yeah. The defence rests. The defence rests. I just think it's hypocritical because Teresa would love it for Joe to stick up for her like that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) But then also, I don't know if Teresa... No, Teresa would also then expect to be invited. She's fucking hypocrite. Yeah, of course. Okay. Maybe it's just triggering for me because I have family members like this, act like this, do all this, and I just I just can't give it any airtime anymore and I'm taking it personally even though it has nothing to do with me. So maybe I'm just as bad. <laughs> but then Louis says, unbeknownst to Teresa, that he apologised to Melissa's mum. Oh, I'm so sick of him throwing her under the bus. Yep. Be a united front or be nothing. If you're going to apologise to Melissa's mum, then don't say anything to Teresa. Just leave it. Yeah. Because the thing is, by saying it in this context, he's giving it life. He's making it a deal. Whereas if later on it came out, you'd just be like, I was in front of her. I felt bad. I didn't know what to say. Leave it at that. Yeah. He's manipulative. His number one priority is himself. And 100%. We can say that. He is another Tom Sandoval. I wouldn't be surprised if Louis' middle name is Tom. <laughs> I do think it's hilarious that Marge Senior got an invite. <laughs> like, that is so funny. You can come. She is inviting people willy-nilly. <laughs> God, those caterers must fucking love her. Could you imagine? <laughs> There's another 10 people. Shit. Got to find another 10 chairs. Got to find another table. How do you just rando invite people? The people planning your wedding must be, like, stressed to the max. Like, you invite more people to your wedding, that's more room they've got to find, another table, more chairs, more linen, more this, more – like, it's a lot. Yeah. So what do you think of this waxing of the fooder? It got a bit gross. At first I was like, ha, 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 yay, and then I was like, okay, enough. (laughs) He's going to have skin ripped off. It wasn't like hot wax. It was like those dumb strips that everyone Mm -hmm. thinks works but they don't. They don't. He's going to be missing skin the next day. (laughs) So gross. But I think what was even crazier than that was – when Jennifer was drunk and saying there's this Turkish thing that you do where you stick the finger in the butt. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's not exclusively Turkish. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> well, I literally wrote in my notes, oh, pet, it ain't just Turkey. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then you say pandik. I'm like, what does pandik mean? I tried to Google it. Clearly I don't know how to spell it because pandemic just kept coming up. <laughs> I didn't think that was funny. <laughs> okay, it was fucking hilarious. It was fucking it was hilarious. I mean, I never want that to happen to me, someone random putting their thumb in my butt but or whatever, finger. No, thank you. Like, ask permission. I mean, it's a circuit party where I'm from, so. I mean, that's fine, but not like you're rando hanging out in the kitchen and, like, cooking something <laughs> and someone walks past <laughs> and, like, when you're not ready for it. you got to be breathing out, people. <laughs> Honestly, uh, 
Should we talk about Danielle? Yes, exactly. I feel like they should all shut up about her brother. Like, we're looking at Teresa and Joe at the moment. This is their reality. They're in the same room with these two siblings at a war. Mm. Why would they be so like, oh, my God, there must be another side of the story. Of course there's another fucking side of the story. But it's her story that you're listening to because she's your friend. No, that's just their way of saying we don't like him, we don't trust her. Yeah, which is rough. It is rough. It's not okay. That's kind of bullying behaviour and I hate overusing the word bullying but when a group of people are excluding someone, bitching about them while they're in the same space. Yeah, clearly not whispering because she can hear her name being thrown around. Not okay. And I think this is all because Evan's wife wants camera time and I'm not here for it. And it's going to backfire. And I'm glad Melissa walks off to go find her. It is her house. It is her space. I don't think Melissa was comfortable with it. So that's why she went to go find her. I wouldn't be either. And it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just such a touchy subject for all of them. Yes. And they all know how important family is and all of that. Like we hear it every episode and now they're just being so cavalier about it. I think it's fucked up. And I don't think they're realising how fucked up it is, which is a shame. Well, Danielle needs to tell them. And I love how activated she got in the car. Oh, girl. I mean, bitch had a fucking solo cup and everything. She was so activated. And then I did appreciate that Teresa telling her, well, it was Evan's wife and now Danielle knows where to vent her anger. Oh, yeah. She's Lindsay Hubbard fucking activated. So I was here for that. that. No, I agree. Obviously, she's hurt. And that's why she's getting angry. I'm completely on Danielle's side for that one. That was, again, there was no light. It was all shade. I didn't like it. Yeah, and I think we even made the point that they're saying, like, it can't just be about Instagram videos. We said that. We agree. But we're not talking to her face. (laughs) But so what? Yeah, we think there's more to it. I told you already that I think that Danielle is overbearing and it was a last straw for her brother. But I didn't have any more conversation about it. It wasn't taking up my day like Scandival. Yeah, oh, my God. It is what it is, you know what I mean? So next time we're getting closer to the family fights, Louis tells Joe that he wears Joe's dad's pyjamas at night to make the girls feel safe. Did you see Joe's face? He was confused and as confused as I was. I think he was confused slash devastated. I think he was very hurt by that. Oh, yeah, it's a low blow. Doesn't make sense, but it's a low blow. I know he's going to vent in anger about it, but that was a hurtful thing to say. Okay, but let's break it down. So is he talking literally? Yes, literally. He's Why? wearing those fucking pyjamas. Okay, the same the same style of pyjama or the actual? No, he's wearing his actual pyjamas. Teresa would have washed them, said they're my dad's, and she's like, you can wear them if you want, and he said, okay. Why? But Louis wasn't around when Nono died? No. So they kept his pyjamas for, for quite a while. I can understand that. Like, I've heard of people when someone passes, like, they'll start wearing their jumpers to smell their smell and feel them close. I've seen people do that. Like, I have items of clothing of my grandmother's okay. that I have and that okay. I'm, I'll wear every now and then and I think of her. And so how old's Melania? Is she the youngest? Is it Antonia? No, not Melania. It is, uh, I can't think. It's one of them, but they're not that young? No. So how are they feeling safe? I mean, it's a stupid thing to say. To make the girls feel safe, it was just another way to dig at Joe. It's another manipulation. He acts like there's good intentions by what he's saying, but he knows damn well those two statements in that one sentence are to (laughs) pierce at Joe. And it will do the job. It's just so crazy. 
I did think it was funny. So I thought that was complete shade. The light part was when Teresa tells Marge that Joe needs therapy and that was hilarious. I can't wait for it. I think Joe needs therapy. I'm like, she's just as bad as I am with the I'm loving therapy. Everyone should be in therapy. So I can't <laughs> judge him for that. I know I'm that person. But then she does a stabby, stabby thing when she says Melissa has daddy issues. What the fuck, people? <laughs> That's not like saying a rando has daddy issues. Her dad's dead. Are you fucking kidding? I think you can still have daddy issues when your dad's dead. Jackie was right when she said under her breath, that's not nice. Like, Teresa went too far. But it's not nice. No, it's not nice. That's not cool. That was right. as fucked up as the other thing Louis said. <laughs> and I <laughs> did love when Joe says to Louis that he's going to treat him the way that Teresa treats Melissa. I thought that was very interesting. <sighs> I do think the shorts for next week were more interesting than this episode on its own. 100%. <laughs> here we are talking about next week in depth, whereas this episode we're like, meh. <laughs> 100%. Should we um, talk about Miami quickly? Why not? I just need to vent about how much I hate Larsa. Yes, like, please go. I don't care that you had four, sex four times a day for liar. however many years. I, I think you're a liar and I don't get what you're trying to, like, impress us. Mm. And this whole at least I have real jobs unlike you putting people to sleep. Like, what the actual F? What the actual? She's deluded. She is deluded. She's buying into the hype of herself. She's a fucking idiot. And, like, she, talk about judgmental. So she has an OnlyFans. She takes photos of her feet and she thinks that's a real job. And then she's making <laughs> fun of Nicole for throwing her neck out while giving a BJ, being like, well, that's not very, like, professional. It's like, well, no, she's not in a professional environment when she's given BJs. That's her time off. Exactly. And you're on OnlyFans, you dumb idiot. Yeah. You're basically doing softcore porn, which I don't have a problem with. I love me some porn. Don't care about it, but don't be judging anybody else. And acting like it's, I don't know, harder than being an anesthesiologist. I mean, sitting and getting a petty and then squishing your feet in some dirt is so hard. I don't know if she realises what that job, like, an anesthesiologist does. No. Because, like, she's like, oh, putting people to sleep. It's like... You, people could die, doll. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. And I loved how activated Andy got for it. Like, have you ever seen him lean that far forward in a chair just to call a bitch out for being an idiot? Well, she's doubling down on this having a child out of wedlock comment. Yeah. No wonder Andy's fucking activated. He's sitting there thinking, like, read the room, you dumb bitch. She's so idiotic. And the fact that he had to apologise to her. What is the double standard with... Men aren't allowed to scream at women. I don't understand the double standard. I, okay, I don't disagree with the double standard either. So I'm a fucking hypocrite. But if a woman says something stupid, why can't a man turn around and go, that's fucking stupid? Well, I think Andy's their boss. So there's Uh like a different power dynamic. And like he really, I mean, it was good TV seeing him being activated, but really he should be moderating the discussion of them fighting. He shouldn't be fighting with them. Okay, you're completely In a perfect world, but I fucking loved it. And look, like I said, I don't disagree with the double standards, so I'm a fucking hypocrite because if I see a guy yelling at a woman, I think and say the same thing, people. I get it. I don't know. If I say something stupid, my partner says, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I just loved that he called her out as being an asshole. She was being an asshole. And he didn't even say, you're an asshole. He said, it's an asshole thing to say. Yes. And, like, whenever they show season one Larsa, I'm like, who's that person with the different head? I wouldn't be able to pick those two people being the same in a lineup. Not at all. And it's like, how much anesthesia have you had to get that head transplant? That is true. Her face is totally different. 
did they put her old face in her ass? Like what? Where did it go? <laughs> Whoever did her nose jobs, and I'm assuming it's more than one, did a fantastic job. It was a nose career. <laughs> You know what? Her old nose must be in her ass because it's up her ass. <laughs> There's a lot of shit up her ass. There really is. And it's not this fucking Marcus Jordan. Oh, yeah. Andy seemed so much more interested in Marcus Jordan than even Larsa was. Is she just being coy? Yes, she is. She's acting like it's not a big deal. Bullshit. Bullshit. You wouldn't be with him if his dad wasn't a gajillionaire. Yeah. Anywho, what spun me out was that the fight between Alexia and Adriana during the lunch break, I was feeling sorry for Adriana. Wow. What? Yeah, Alexia's not good at reunions. You know what? That's a good way to put it. It's like when people are, like, bad at exams. Well, it's like Heather Gay's not good at a reunion. No, she's terrible at a reunion. <gasps> Speaking of Heather Gay, oh, did you see – okay, so I follow the I Live for Bravo on Insta. I'm sure it's a TikTok account, but whatever. I watch it on the Insta. Boomer. There was – oh, I'm such an old lady. There was a little teeny tiny clip of Heather Gay at some panel saying that she's pretty sure she got the black oh, eye yeah. for hitting it on a cabinet. She's an idiot. She hit her head on a cabinet, on a side table, whatever. Of course we believe that. She's the one who made it a storyline by trying not to make it a storyline. Yeah. She duped me. She duped us all, people. Mm. Like, who cares? It's so stupid. Now that What's-Her-Face is locked up, I would have just lied and said she punched me. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so yeah, you felt bad for What's-Her-Face? Yeah, I felt bad just because Alexia was fucked up in that fight. She was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. She, Like you said, she's bad at reunions. And yeah, she had the upper hand and then she just sort of lost it. A hundred percent. So before we finish, is there anything you want to talk about? Because I know you got to go. Oh, okay. Well, just still on Miami. I didn't like when Kiki had the nip slip and Andy said, oh, I missed it while still looking at his phone. I was like, you can look up for one second, Andrew Cohen. Are you that busy and important on your phone? I know. God, he annoys me. I agree. Yeah, he does annoy you. And I'm excited for Kiki dropping bombs. Oh. Like she was dropping bombs at the end there and next week it's going to be great. Talking about Lenny. Yeah. That thing with the head. I think I missed it in the season when she said it. Because that was hilarious. So funny. Hilarious. It's like, you know how, what's her name can tell if you're gay on, based on your eyebrows? Brandy. Oh, yeah, Brandy. This yeah. one can tell it like a dickhead by the shape of his actual head. I love this for her. But it seems like she also knew a lot more about him. Yeah, like. <laughs> before looking at his head. She knew actual models he was fucking. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Lenny. Man. Like, unless he's dangling some, like, De Beers jewels in front of you. And he's taking testosterone, which I'm not too sure about. Well, a lot of men do at that age. Because it's dipped. Yeah. Oh. Like, like in America, you can actually, like, get it prescribed or buy it over the counter or whatever really easily. Mm. And I think it's actually healthy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, it's, like, a really good thing. A little top up. The housewives do the hormones. Because, yeah. you know, they're older and they're losing certain hormones and they're all over the shit shop. It's very yeah. big in America to get your hormone levels adjusted. And I think it's a great idea. When men start losing testosterone as you age, it's not just about your sexual prowess. You're lethargic. You find it hard to focus. You gain weight everywhere because you don't have as much testosterone. In Australia, it's, it's something that we can't get. 
Uh-huh. And I think you should be able to get your hormones balanced. Wow. America, the land of the free. You can get testosterone and guns. Yeah, well. Wow. I mean, I don't know about the guns. You can leave those. I don't care. But the test, I'm, look, I've started noticing my jawlines changing because I'm getting old and I'm getting uh-huh. like these little like fat deposits right here. It's not bueno. Anyway, so any, any other final thoughts on Miami? <laughs> sorry, I'm feeling real sorry for myself. No, I enjoyed it. But did I think it, the episode was necessary? Not really. It's just a reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really happened in this reunion apart from the Alexia Adriana fight that was interesting to me. So that could have been put in a whole other episode. And really, I just can't wait to see Kiki, my queen. Yeah, totally. So do you want to talk some sizzles? You don't have any minutes, honey. You've got to go to work. I can do two more minutes. Okay. So all I want to talk about is the fact that Raquel Rachel Levis apparently is commenting on someone's Insta and relating to them having a late autism diagnosis. What? She says, I can relate three heart emojis sending you love. So is she trying to say that she's autistic? Oh, God, that's a new one. (laughs) I don't know, but there's never been any kind of mention of it before. Not that she has to mention it, but it just seems rather timely and I don't – I don't know. I'm like looking at it with one with one eye squinty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. So, I mean, we all saw that mid-season trailer for Vanderpump. It was phenomenal. Do you want anything for you to die? Oh, chills. Oh, yeah. Chills. That was so good. Oscar, Emmy, all the things. Well, it's crazy that like CNN are reporting on all of this. I know, right? It's, it's just so funny. all the Easter eggs, right? Mainstream. Oh, also... There was something on the socials, again, I'm sure it was from the I Love or I Live for Bravo Insta page, where, you know, like they'll do like the stories and I sit there and rewatch them all in case I've missed one. Uh-huh. Someone took a little snippety-clippity of Tom and Rachel in Arizona together. Her family oh. live in Arizona. Did they go and visit her parents? Wow. I don't know. I need to know more about that. And on great Miami news, Martina Navratilova announces she's cancer-free. Oh, that's so good. So very – I mean, it was a bit quick for me, but, like, I was like – not a bit quick for me. How do I <laughs> – The storyline was resolved too quickly in off-season. Oh, no. It was just that, like, two seconds ago I was, like, really thinking, oh, my God, is she – like, could she not make it? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, she's fine. And it's, it seemed very housewives-y, you know, when it's like, yeah. you know, I could lose my foot and three days later I'm in a pair of heels. I'm sorry, people. I don't know what I was saying. Should I cut that out? No, no, no. Okay. In real time it was progressing differently to showtime. It was just very like, hang on a sec, I thought she was really, really sick and she's fine. And then, yeah, I went, no, no, that was like filmed how long ago? Like it's. I just think, you know how Julia was like, Oh, I, I, what I wouldn't give for a dinner for two. Now yeah. that Martina's better, do you reckon she's like, oh, <laughs> just like regretting <laughs> committing to dinner I think for she'll two. be up for it for six months and then, and then she'll, she'll be, be like, where's our baby? Where's my donkey with the diaper? Where's my baby? Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to jet. That's all the sizzle topics that I've got apart from Beautiful. one Dixon who I don't want to talk about anymore. No. I'm so glad one Dixon is not in the conversation right now. A hundred percent. I will just say, so you guys can follow I Live for Bravo for all of Mariana's <laughs> news. <laughs> and also effing Bravo if you so wish. And let us know about our schedule, our lineup of shows that we cover. Yeah, what do, you, what do we yeah. want to do? Do you want to wait? Yeah. I mean, really, it's just us. I'm sure everyone can wait. <laughs>
Yeah, we'll be fine. You let us know and we'll we'll follow through. Yeah. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye.